Brent Martineau. You see him every day on CBS 47, Fox 30, Action Sports Jax. Austin Lane. He's a former Jag star and current MMA fighter. Broadcasting live from the Anna Jar and Levine studio. This is Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. Enough in Jacksonville, Florida, and beyond, all over the country. Really, it's hot. I talked to my folks up in New England. They are on fire. They say. Uh, same thing uh, out in the Midwest uh, with more families. So it's hot. It's July in Florida. You yeah. better expect it to be hot. That's uh, no excuses. Complain about it all you want, but welcome to Florida. This is why we appreciate December, January, February, March, November. Those months, right? Yep, absolutely. We suck it up right now, or as we call them down here, spring. That's right. <laughs> For sure. We lose, uh, we, we try to lose a little water weight this time of year. <laughs> Trying to get those beach abs. No, without a doubt. And like, this is, this is to the point where my friends and I, my friends back Wisconsin, we have a deal where I can never complain about the cold here and they can never complain about the heat in Wisconsin. Fair enough. But I'm not going to lie though. The past couple of days in Wisconsin and Chicago, it was hotter in Chicago Saturday with the heat index than it was in Jacksonville. Always said that, by the way. Crazy. When it's, when it's hot, it's hot. Yeah, you know there are different levels of hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I can almost now tell between ninety and ninety like five. Mm-hmm. You know, and then sometimes that heat index really goes over. I can tell. But like when it's hot in Rhode Island, like right now, growing up, yeah, it was hot. Sure, like hot's hot. Yeah, but the problem is you get a lot more of it here. So of course. you know you get oh, not the problem. I actually love it. Well, when the problem when you're a kid, you can take you can take anything as a kid. I mean, you, you can drink Capri Suns all day. <laughs> eat, you can you have Sunny D, yeah. all that sugar. It doesn't have any kind of effect on no. you. No. If I don't, if I don't get like my proper water intake for the day, I I might die out there, Brent. Like in the Jacksonville heat, it just it is what it is. Now when you get older, so I have to take cautions of that and make sure that I'm properly hydrated, as you can see with my ridiculously big water jug. Stay hydrated. Yeah. I gotta go grab but, some CGC water right over here. By the way, stay hydrated. Get that water intake. But that's the thing, man. When you're a kid, you're 50 pounds and you're like, you know, four foot nothing, and it's not so bad to disperse all that heat. Well, when you're trying to cool off all of this, yeah. you're doing some more. <laughs> well, but let's be honest, though, man. I was like four feet when I came out of the womb, okay? I mean, I was yeah. always kind of a big kid, but I didn't have a lot of body weight on me, so I don't know if that's better or worse to have, like, when you're less body weight. Probably uh, worse. Yeah, it might be worse. Yeah, it doesn't uh, cool you down. I'm not sure either. Uh, Brett Moore, no Austin Lane. Scott, that's the voice you hear. Coos on vacation. I hope he's having a good time and enjoying it, uh, showing off that beach pod. Hopefully no <laughs> pictures of Coos shirtless. Please do not send them, Coos. PSA to you, warning for everybody else, because you probably will. Thank God it's radio. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's still Instagram out there, Scott. Yeah. we got to cover all bases. Our show is not just radio. That's yeah. a problem sometimes. I yep. uh, hope you had a good weekend, everybody. And here we are on the cusp of Training camp 2020 like you've never seen before. Rookies scheduled to come in tomorrow here in Jacksonville. Will it happen? What is the NFLPA and NFL talking about? Uh, One week from tomorrow will be full-fledged camp, allegedly. (laughs) Word is now that the latest offer on the table from the owners was one game in the preseason. Relenting a bit. I think that's a huge win for the players at this stage to already get get some relenting from the owners mm-hmm. and we're not even to camp yet. Yeah. So I think that's a big, big win for the players. We saw what the players did this weekend, uh, uh, sh- a sign of solidarity when there was just a social media blitz. Mm-hmm. Take away your Buddy Ryan defense, the Jags 2017 def- defense. 
That was one heck of a social media blitz <laughs> by some of the biggest stars in the game yeah. in the NFL. And uh, I'm not sure the owners are on social media. <laughs> I'm not sure they're on Twitter. Yeah. But I'm sure they got the message. Oh, they get the message loud and clear. And, and this has been my point for a long time now re- regarding COVID-19 and the NFL. Listen, the NFL has had that advantage because it has had an opportunity to see what other team, like, you know, what other sports leagues are doing, like the NBA and MLB, even like the UFC and things like that. Now, I get it. The NFL is kind of in its own little lane. It's in its own little corner. But the biggest thing that I said that the NFL cannot do is they can't have the miscommunications between them and the players. And guess what? We're literally like a week before training camp here, and there's miscommunications. To me, that's not an excuse, Brent, okay? So to me, like, yeah, there's going to be some problems with the protocols, maybe. There's going to be some blowback from the players not liking some of the rules. Obviously, we talked about that, that jersey rule where after the game, you have to go to your respective locker rooms. You can't shake hands, things like that. Sure, there's going to be blowback there, but at least that was a communication part. But from my understanding and from J.J. Watt's understanding, which I took away, and from a lot of players' understanding right now, is that they're, they are not on the same page, and there's been a lack of communication, and that is the biggest detriment right now to having the NFL start on time. I actually think it might be in this, and you might be right, but I think it's less about communication and more about lack of decisions made. Like, I just don't think there's anything to communicate. I don't think the NFL really knows exactly what they're doing. They've waited until the 11th hour. Now, I don't know if we should be highly critical of that. I think a lot of things are happening right now, whether it's school systems talking about potential delays. And it's like, well, you had all summer. Like, that's everybody's first reaction. I was like, did we, though? I mean, the data is changing week by week, uh, month by month here in the south, uh, here in Florida. I, I think this thing has changed so much, the ebbs and flows of it that it's hard to sit there and make a finite decision for anybody in charge of anything. And I think the NFL's waited. Now, you can criticize them, I think, for waiting this long, put some parameters in place, communicate that subject to change type of stuff, because the NBA and MLB, even though they haven't even started yet, but but their parameters seemingly have been in place now. It took a little while to get there in the MLB, but they've been in place now for weeks. Mm -hmm. So why is the NFL... On the eve of rookies reporting, they still don't even know what's going well, on exactly. And this is my point. Listen, I understand that the, the, the landscape of COVID-19 is always changing and how we look at it is always changing. That's fine. But you still have to have a protocol in place and you still have to have an outline in place. This is the National Football League, okay? Guys are accustomed to running plays of what is called. If you tell someone what to do, they're going to do it. The problem is no one's saying anything what the players can do right now. So they're all left to their own devices thinking, well, should we do this? Do we do that? And I'm telling you, man. It's okay to always change that protocol, and it's okay to say, you know what, we're going to edit it here, we're going to edit it here. You can edit it every single day if you want to, but the biggest detriment right now, I'm telling you, is the fact that they haven't announced anything, and players are left in the dark right now. It's an absolute mess, unless they don't change it. I don't see the NFL season starting on time with the training camp. Yeah, I, I think we're gonna, we could get a little bit of a delay, but we still, you know, listen, rookies are one thing. Uh, rookies get in testing, you know, I, I don't know how much takes place between Tuesday and next Tuesday with rookies. And, and some injured players in there. I really don't. The, the start of camp is next Tuesday. That's when mm-hmm. you have your football team in. They really have another week before anybody would be like, oh, my gosh, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Then then the, the clock would start ticking. 
the players have what's out there. They want this three-week acclimation process. Uh, then they have 10 days of the next phase of that process. And then you can go into, uh, I think what they called a, which I kind of like the, uh, in quotes, contact acclimation period, which is essentially practice. Um, so, <laughs> sure. But would that, that would eliminate preseason games. Yeah. The fact that uh, some reports are out today that the NFL side, the owners in, in NFL side, is saying, hey, okay, well, the latest offer could include just one preseason game. I think we're going to get to none. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to have preseason games. By the way, I'm not huge on, like, there's two sides of it for me. I see the players' logic in it. I don't know if it makes sense to have preseason games, quite frankly. Selfishly, for the official station of the Jaguars on TV side, CBS 47 and Fox 30, preseason games kind of matter to us on the business side. And business hasn't been great and booming in the sports world. Yeah. So anything to get business great and booming again in any capacity would be good. So I wouldn't mind that from that standpoint, preseason games. But I understand the logic of not having preseason games. And I think that's where we're going. I, I think that's what we're going to get to eventually. I think the the... Uh, NFL, the owners, they have to take that. They just have to say, okay, okay. I mean, we, we, we get it. We get it for the player side of things. And it will show that they care about the players. The NFL is, is, their genius is at this. Man, we care about player safety, player safety, player safety. And then with their actions, they a lot of times don't fight for player safety. Yeah. Well, this would be a good sign to player. Hey, come out, Roger Goodell, and say, you know what? We don't think it's in the best interest of our players who we appreciate, we love, blah, 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 all that stuff. To, to go out and play preseason games. We would like to, but we don't think it's in the best interest. We want them to be ready to play at, at their, their best level and for our best product uh, when the regular season begins. I think that's where we're going to land with well, that. Well, and at the end of the day, I am a little surprised, though, that not more players, I guess, are speaking out to the fact that they want to have preseason games. But then at the end of the day, we have to kind of establish what it looks like right now in the NFL, where you have probably 90% of the, the guys in the locker room that say, we don't need preseason right now. Let's just get the season underway and let's try to tackle this as fast as possible. And then maybe you have 10% of that locker room where it's like, whoa, I kind of need preseason because I have to try to get a spot. You know, I have to go earn my spot out there. And I think coaches would agree where they want to have at least one preseason game where they can kind of evaluate that talent a little bit and figure out, you know, who they're going to keep on the roster and who they're going to let go. Because the last thing you want to see is some talented guys slip through the cracks because you don't have time to evaluate them. But at the end of the day, I guess the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. And if you think I got that from Star Trek, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Live long and prosper, baby. My man, there you go. I wouldn't have picked that up. So far. <laughs> would not have picked up I'll on that. big dog. Uh, yeah. That is Austin Lane, everybody. Yeah, yeah. He's here 3 to 6, Monday <laughs> through Friday. Uh, <laughs> uh, as we head to a break, a couple other things. Antonio Brown's retiring like Conor McGregor's retiring. <laughs> That's a huge story. They're on Fight Island together or some <laughs> other island. <laughs> oh, they're, they're on yeah. some kind of island, man. Mentally or physically. <laughs> But they're, they're out there, man. They are on yeah, an island. Yeah, they're out there. Shoot, they might be on, in Antarctica. <laughs> yeah. uh, blisters on his feet for Antonio Brown. Zach Klein uh, from WSB up in Atlanta, our sister station on the TV side. We've had on the show before. This just in from Georgia. Georgia high school football is being pushed back two weeks. First mm-hmm. game Labor Day weekend scrimmages 21st and 28th practice still starts next Monday. Florida is set to make a decision, we believe, tonight. They have a board meeting, a meeting tonight for high school football, for fall sports. What are they going to say? We'll have that discussion as well. But we begin with the NFL. Rookies are coming soon, we hope, we think. Training camps getting ready to start. Football's almost here. Sports almost back. Next on ESPN 690. It's me, DDP. 
Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing. This is Action Sports Jacks. Bang! The last thing that we want as players is for this report date to be set in stone and for us to be bumping up against this report date and then we hastily put things together just because we want to make sure that that report date is met. I think the most important thing for us is getting everything right so that everybody feels as safe as possible, as comfortable as possible with what we're going to do, whether that is on the report date, whether that's pushed back, whatever it may be. But I just don't want us to get into a situation where we bump up to this report date and we say, oh, no, now we got to figure it out. That's where you get yourself into trouble. That is J.J. Watt, Houston Texans star and NFL star. And uh, one of the many players that took to social media, and, and you also hear him talking about uh, what they know, what they don't know, and what he doesn't want to happen. Interest, listen, I don't have a problem with what he said there. Let's let's just let's don't worry about this the calendar as much as getting it right. Mm-hmm. You know how many times have we said that this this <laughs> last six months? Get it right, you know, and and I think or, or do what's right instead of wrong. And I think playing by the calendar rules only is something we've all had to adapt to. And especially if you're in a position of leadership, you really have to adapt to. And I think he's right about that. Adapt uh, if you can. If you're just watching the video feeds and you saw me uh, wince in pain or like look like I yelled, it was close. Oh, I, I didn't see that. What happened, man? You all right? I knew I was going to do this today. I cramp up. Uh, we just talked about the hydration. I knew it. I, I had a lot of water today, but not enough. I already went for I went for a good loop on the walk. I walked yeah. 18 holes. Yeah. I sweated like a lot. Yeah. You walked? Oh, Why? Yeah. Yeah, Do you have I, to? No, I don't oh, have to. But, dang, man. You're um, a better person than I am. I'm, I'm like deep into the step count today, I think. I guess so. 22,000 steps already today. Dang, man. And this heat? Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll go another lap probably later tonight. Especially golfing, too, man. Like, I mean, even the cart I was dying when we went with golf. With golf it was probably <laughs> a year ago now. Like, even if they go to Top Golf, they have to have a brand golf cart for me to actually drive me up to the, the front door. I'm not walking up there. But, Come on, man. I, like, do you have any Pedialyte? I don't have any Pedialyte. I, I mean, I have the little packets, but not on me, man. I, I, have, uh, I have salt. You need some sea salt? I got some sea salt in the I car. Might. That helps too. Yeah. I might need it. But I could tell, like I walked in here, my hands were even cramping up a little bit. Some, like my my fingers. Struggle, there. man. I was like, this isn't going to be good. That's I know struggle. I'm going to get a bad one today. Dang, man, we're we're in game one right now too. I know it. I we knew need it you for going. the whole series. Let's go. Uh, I'll be. I'll play through it. Okay. Play through it. Play play in pain. All right. Fred Martin, Austin Lane, Scott, with us uh, with you uh, hey, on a Monday. Uh, good to have you back, Scott, for for the remainder of the week. Happy to be with you guys. Absolutely. Good to have you, man. And uh, NFL training camps around the corner. That obviously is one of the big stories. Uh, high school football, big story too. And I just told you before the break, if you're just jumping in with us, that uh, Georgia has made a decision. Basically, they're going to push back the game schedule to Labor Day weekend. They would have started like two weeks prior, but their practice schedule is going on next week. I think, I told you this last week, Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the line Florida's going to fall into. But, you know, Georgia's in one of those zones that everybody's talking about, too, the red zone or the hot zone or the whatever zone, you know, uh, on the COVID-19. And they say, hey, we're still going to go after this thing. Schools have not identified exactly what they're doing. There's a big thought that they're going to push back a a couple of weeks, Mm -hmm. even in Florida. Uh, that's the latest I'm hearing, but I think there's a vote uh, even tomorrow. I, I don't know if that's just St. John's County or all across the state. but uh, So that's something to keep an eye on. But tonight is the board meeting for high school football, and I think they're going to make some decisions. California said we're moving it to the spring. Yeah. 
Also today in the developments of COVID-19, New Jersey said no gatherings over 500. Jets, Giants, sorry, no fans. Much like Philly, no fans. Uh, that is interesting. I thought the NFL, I didn't see this coming. I thought when the NFL, like the Ravens came out and then the Jags came out and Denver came out and said, hey, we can have this many. Yeah. I figured everybody would have something in the stadium. And then all of a sudden, Philly says, hey, no gatherings until I think like early next year, I think they said. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now New Jersey comes out. And I wouldn't be surprised now California uh, falls in a similar line. I mean, so we're going to actually get some stadiums that have fans. And some that don't. Yeah. Uh, essentially, I didn't see that coming. I thought it would be a little bit more uniform. Listen, I think you've. I'm, I'm not sure. You've probably been to more stadiums than I actually have. And then I've been. I was supposed to visit my last one this year in Lambeau. And that was Field. Green Bay. Dang. So, so you had me beat that. Well, absolute. with the exception, of course, of L.A. and, and yeah, now yeah, Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Were you going in the winter? Well, it would have been uh, November. Uh, November. I mean, we had a chance. Oh, you had a chance. Yeah, you, you, yeah. You've got to go during the deep season for it. It's Otherwise, it doesn't count. Listen, I'm not here for anybody to feel bad for us, and please don't. This isn't even an ask, but yeah. of all the years to oh, cancel, gonna, like, traveling. I was going to leave you to the Grand Tour everything, too, we, man. We, we get Green Bay once every eight years. I know. And I, now, listen, I don't know if we'll go in some capacity. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're traveling. Like, we usually travel with the Jacks. Yeah. On, on the TV side, I don't think that's that. Like, I feel Pretty like we much. need to have an Action Sports Jacks live Monday after. <laughs> well, <laughs> that well, was the plan. The Monday, we the Monday morning stay. quarterback thing, yeah. Yeah, we were going to stay plan, and man. go to uh, Austin's hometown. Yeah. Because, like, what, an hour and a half? Uh, about an hour, yeah. 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 So we were going to stay for a couple of days, either yep. on the front end or back end. We weren't sure yet. Yep. Um, and, and make a trip. You know, I was going to... Uh, well, I try to bring the kids and the family yeah, now man, to one. Yeah, man, we're going to be doing tailgate. We're going to be doing lunch boxes in the parking lot. You yeah. can't do that anymore, I though. wasn't planning on working. I was going yeah. to the 40 in Iowa. Can you go to the 40, is, man? Get a keg? I like it, man. Is, is that how you claim off taking uh, Coos and myself, you know, <laughs> as, uh, taking the kids? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. Uh, that's what I call everybody down in the sports department, and well, Austin probably fits in that I'm, category. <laughs> I'm a child sometimes. What can I say? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so of all the years, man, you get I know. It's eight, a once bummer. every eight years we go to Green Bay. It's a bummer. But, but, I guess, but again, don't feel bad. I'm just saying. I mean, there's other people with bigger yeah. problems, but that still sticks. I, I still feel like there's some media credential things that can happen with that. So yeah, it's, it's not off the table yet. I might it's just, just pay my own way. On the corner. Oh, I'm still making the but, I'm making the proper accommodations for us. So I don't get it twisted. <laughs> just in case we can still go, I'm making sure. We're going to get taken care of for sure. So we're all good there. Don't uh, worry about it. But my point, though, getting back. Yes, yeah, sorry. So, you know, Sidetrack. Just like, what were you no, saying? No, you're good, though. But um, <laughs> so obviously, Jacksonville, they've been pretty established now saying there's going to be at least a, a small percentage of the crowd there. Baltimore is doing the same thing. To you, being, you know, you've been to almost every single stadium now. Is that really an advantage? Is it an advantage, Brent, to have, you know, 12,000, maybe 15,000 people at your stadium compared to zero? No. Nothing, huh? Yeah. I, I think absolutely not. Yeah. I think it's a nice little benefit for the fans. Sure. And I think it'll actually be a nice little – there'll be some cool things that come out of it for, mm-hmm. for even the players and the interaction and, and heck, I mean, just think. if, if you, Depending on what time you're allowed to go to the Jags game, mm-hmm. if you're one of the 17,000 and the players are warming up, I mean, as good as Fournette is with the fans – I mean, he'll be yelling something to a guy in Section 200, and the guy can hear clear as day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or a kid or something like that. Sure. So there'll be some fun things like that, I mm-hmm. think, that'll take place. I think it'll be a unique, cool experience. But you're asking from a home field advantage? Yeah. No. Not a chance. At all. I, I, I just... Well, then, so, how fifteen thousand and a sixty-five thousand? I just don't get like how loud can no, you I, get? I hear you. you know? Well, then let me ask you this question then, because you know, obviously, in, in terms of gambling and things like that, I mean, obviously, there's always an advantage of, of playing at home, right? It's sure. always that the plus three handicap there. 
So now we're talking about the handicap being gone. Do they pump crowd noise in a stadium? You know, when when the team, when the home team's on defense, do they pump crowd noise to try to make it harder on their away opposition on offense, or do they just everything's quiet and if someone jumps off sides or false starts, that's on you? I I think uh, I don't know if they'll make any actual hard rules against that, mm-hmm. but I think some will and some won't. I think people will treat it differently. Mm. Well, they just decide. They decide Major League Baseball and all the parks are going to take it off the video game, like yeah. MLB the Show. Yeah. And I saw it this weekend. It actually it, was, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. Like it it was it was good. Yeah. Like it wasn't like overpowering. Mm-hmm. You know, it it was. Just subtle enough. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty good. And by the way, I'm still a big fan of the cutouts. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big fan of the cutout fans. For sure. Like, I know people say that's stupid. I don't understand why every team wouldn't do it. Like, you can can laugh at me. You can barstool me. You can (laughs) deadspin me all you want. I would do it. Well, yeah, but I guess what are the odds that you're going to end up on TV, though? That's the biggest thing, right? Or else why would you do it? You basically just donating a couple hundred bucks to your team and saying, well, Here's for the here's for your trouble. But there's you know? a, but there's a lot of ways to do it. If I'm a team, I could do it. I could just do it from a sales standpoint. Like sure. I get companies no, I, to do it, and I understand that. Uh, yeah, you could. Do, I think I saw somebody was doing something that had to do with like a uh, like a dog charity or something. Okay. I can't remember who it was, but I think they were doing something to, of the sort, mm-hmm. and so the dollars were going to a charity from that standpoint. Why That's not? Cool. Right? Yeah, yeah. Or like I said, I mean, I'd buy I'd buy bread. Sitting yeah. in section 203. Head. I want to see my – it's not like but, I'm on TV or, or anything like that. No, I can sure. see myself all the time. Yourself, but, can I, you? but I want my – I want to see Take my – that giant cutout behind you yes. and just put it in the stadium. Put I in the pool. Five pool. days a week isn't enough for some people. I, I know, man. I got a big can't ego. Hide it. You can't hide it, can you? How much do I have to pay to get my cut – In the pool. Uh, cut out, my cardboard cut out. In the, in the pool. Or at least be in the lifeguard. Oh, now even lifeguards better, right? Yeah. Because let's be honest here. When everyone comes to Jacksonville, when when CBS comes to Jacksonville, who's ever calling the game, they always pan on the pools at least one time because that's like a big talking point of that stadium. So go ahead and put the cutout Brent Martineau either in that lifeguard chair in the pool, and now we're talking. Make sure you can see the big ESPN 690 thing, though. I've, we need that big time. You know, people see, will, I, I think this would be a great opportunity for psychological warfare on the uh, uh, visiting teams. Because what you do is you get cardboard cutouts of the visiting teams and you put them in compromising positions all around the field just because. And for a fundraiser, you can have kids come in and color them different colors and stuff. Didn't they do that, though? Didn't they have, like, the blow-up dolls or something oh, like they, that? They, well, that was in Korea, though. In but South I, Korea? I think it was, like, meant to come across. Like, I mean, that's how it came across <laughs> at the end of the day. No, Scott, I like it, man. You can do a lot of different things there. I, I By the way, just let's get back to the cardboard cutout, me being the lifeguard near the pools at TIA Bank. <laughs> I did have the first-ever cannonball there. You did? And uh, I, don't know, I don't know if I have a plaque in the stadium or you not. You should. But I have it live on TV. Yeah, so, it's, it's right next to the picture that says, do not allow this man to enter. <laughs> Pretty much. It's the same picture. But I, I'm telling you, like, I saw that. Uh, was it in New York? It was in the Mets or the Yankees, whatever one they yeah. were playing. And they were they were trying it with the – I think it's a good idea. I understand why a lot of people in this, this day and age would say, it's so stupid because yeah. everything's stupid. Yeah. I think it's a good idea. I, I kind of – I don't know if the NFL is going to be allowed to do it. I wish the Jacks would do it. It just – it depends what you want out of it, though, Brent. Like, if I was going to do it, I want a chance of me getting on TV. Like, that's the whole point of, you know, spending that money and everything like that. Like, if I know – like, just me knows that I'm sitting someplace in Section 200 or whatever in the stands, that does nothing for me. But now, if there's a chance I can get on TV, I can pause and be like, hey, there I am. Well, then now we're talking. But what are the odds of that? Well, 
I mean, I mean depends that's how much we want to pay. They're not going to pan through the crowd the whole time. That's, that's you know? the bottom line. Can you monetize it? Because if you can, they're interested. Well, that's Good the point. thing. How many times, okay, guilty or not, like when they throw that, you know how like the Jags or the Super Bowls or whatever, uh, now every event does it. Like yeah. Daytona does it. But like just the Jags game. Doesn't have to be like a playoff game. Mm. They do that 360 view. Yeah. Picture? Yep. Come on, you've looked on it. Be like, where am I? Let's see if I can find Once. me. You know, what? I'm never on that damn thing. I'm always like... In the bathroom, or somebody's in front of me. Listen, I'm never on it. Done it once, and no disrespect to the to the Wi-Fi there at that stadium. Tried it once, took way too long to load. I'm like, well, then I'm not going to go home and remember how to do it. So I, I tried it once, couldn't find myself, and it was game over. But I mean, I think people like that stuff. Yeah, so I, yeah. I just think, uh, listen, there's no fans to 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 get video of, or very few. So you can make a pan through the the cardboard cutout section. <laughs> I mean, come on. I guess. You yeah. got to help, help us out. I guess. I mean, who are you helping here, your ego or the team? I don't know what you're helping. Yes. Both. Both. Yes. At the same time. Both. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Okay. A certain nameless beer brand presents the fan virtual experience <laughs> no, of the you week. You know that's coming. I know, man. There's too much money to make. I yeah. just don't understand why they wouldn't do it. Like, I, I, I'm i being honest. Like, I don't care if I'm in it as much. I mean, I kind of do. kind of do a little yeah. bit, though, uh, yeah. But, I, like, I want the whole fam there. Yeah, right? I got but, you. But, uh, I, I really look at it in some of the places I'm like, this is, it's almost dumb not to, in my opinion. Hmm. That's what I think. I think it's dumb not to somehow try to have fun with it, number one, at the very least. That's the most important part. Or monetize it. Which is another important part. Probably the most important well, part. Well, and, and, and I don't know if you can monetize it. So I say, that's why I put the fun part in first. Yeah. That's oh, where there's it, a man. dollar, there's a way. And absolutely. You can definitely monetize it. You can it. monetize it. Yeah. No doubt. But. If the Jags asked me right now, I have season tickets, and mine, I know I'm not going to be one of those 17,000. Like, yeah. I know I'm I, I, I just, I'm pretty sure I'm not. Yeah. And if they said, hey, for 100 bucks, uh, uh, what it would it be, 100 bucks for a game for the four of us? Yeah. Four cutouts or whatever it might be. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. I'd sign up right now. See, I'd be hesitant for sure. I don't know the dollar value. Yeah. I'd probably reach a tipping point there, but. Yeah. I'd be hesitant. And to top it all off, too, let's see it from the player's perspective real quick. How creepy would it be running onto a field and you look all around you and there's just cardboard cutouts everywhere? Okay? It would be like the it's a small world thing in Disney, but there's no music playing. It's just the little puppets just hanging out there. Just High school nightmare realized. That's what I'm saying. It's creepy, man. I just feel like That's in creepy. this video game er- era, there's... People are used to that stuff. They're used oh, to kind of... Come on, man. People are used it's not to, the same thing. It's I, the A-bit audience, man. <laughs> it's not the same thing. I, and you know it's, it's not. not the same yeah. thing. But nothing's the same thing right now. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. All right. It's training camp going to start next Tuesday. What do you... Go what you got to tell you about all this back and forth. Will they get it figured out? You've been involved with this stuff where you played during the lockout. Lockout, yeah. And the lockout, totally different thing. That CBA is a 10-year thing. This is, hey, let's get on the same page quicker. And you can tell there's a little bit of that. I don't feel like this is Major League Baseball. Sure, you had the social media blitz. Sure, the NFL is going to stand. That's negotiations. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, this isn't like, this isn't bad PR right now by the NFL and and the players. I, I don't feel like we're there yet. Now, when you get to camps and that's pushing back and then you get some maybe people bickering even a little more, we'll see if it elevates to that. But as it sits right now, I don't think so. I just think this is negotiations. It's business. It's part of it. Everybody's going to try to get whatever they can get before trying to figure it out the right way. Are they are they camping next Tuesday or not? I think they are camping. And here's why. 
in terms of solidarity right now between NFL players, it might be the most united I've ever seen the, the, the players be. And this yeah. is even more united than when they're trying to figure out the new CBA. Absolutely. Right? Like, you've seen everyone speak out right now. It's like saying, Major League Baseball. Exactly. It's like, yeah, we want to play, but we want to be safe at the same time. So with that being said, let's be honest how the, how the whole outlook right now of starting on time looks. The players... They can they could probably care less right now about starting training camp on time. If they get out another week or so, they're all for it, Brent. You know, take another trip to the lake if you want. Take one more trip out in that boat with your family if you want to. To me, the players are obviously in no rush to get back. I think right now the NFL, the owners, and probably even some of the coaches are the ones who are hurrying to try to get back on time because of kind of the the optic that it sends if they do start on time. Right? This is kind of why we're seeing right now the NFL announcing, hey, we'll, we'll give you guys one preseason game meet us halfway things like that so i think actually right now the players have a lot more power than the nfl or the owners do and i think the owners are going to kind of cave a little bit to make sure the players show up on time because once again the players have the luxury right now the balls in their court where it's like well we don't feel safe so we're gonna hang out another week or so so they have all the power right now i see the the owners kind of reaching some of the players demands um they squash it and then they get ready to go for the regular season. So I, I predict they will start on time because the owners are going to cave a little bit. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, and are you going with no preseason games by the time we get there? You think that's where we land? Again, like it's you know, the NFL never came out unless I missed something. Yeah. They never came out and said there's only two. But mm-hmm. ever, the reports came out. But there was never an official thing. Like the Jags still haven't officially said there are two games. But we kind of know. It's assumed there are two. Well, now there's a little backing off, maybe even one. Again, I said earlier in the show, I think we're going to get to yeah. no preseason games without a doubt. What do you think? I, I'm thinking one preseason game um, think for sure. One? I'm thinking one preseason game for sure. Just from the standpoint of they have to do a, a dress rehearsal, okay, because this is going to be different this year. No fans, um, everything like that. They have to cover their P's and Q's right now, cover all bases. So I think that one preseason game is going to allow them to do that. Keep in mind, either you do the preseason game or else you have. You have like three more days of practice. So, like, what's the difference? Either you're going to practice or you have a preseason game. I get from the traveling standpoint, but that's why I think this preseason game should be the closest one. Obviously, you can re- you can reschedule the preseason if you need to, I believe, and have it where, you know, Jacksonville can play Miami or Jacksonville can play Tampa Bay. I'm talking about a close proximity game. Don't risk so much on traveling, and that way by the time the regular season starts, you've covered all bases, you're ready to roll, and you have that one preseason game underneath your belt. All right. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. We'll keep you in the loop on any more. Uh, listen, there's a lot of uh, minutia, if you will, kind of what they're trying to figure out. Money was go- is going to come into play. Yeah. And, of course, you know, I really think the testing and the procedures and how you're going to get two games, mm-hmm. preseason or regular season, in that process is a big part of it. But rookies are scheduled to go tomorrow. I want to talk a little bit more about the football side of things in just a little bit. Got some breaking news in uh, on the Florida Gator front, but also involves a, a young man from Trinity Christian, one of the best receivers in the country. Marcus Burke has just committed to the Florida Gators. Uh, he said yesterday, stay tuned to around 3.30. I'll have a, well, he just said stay tuned, which is basically I'll have a decision. And uh, one of the top recruits, in all the land uh, when it comes to receivers, 
uh, Marcus Burke is going to be a Florida Gator. He says, first and foremost, I'd like to thank God for blessing me with the ability to play the sport I love. I'd also like to thank my coaches, teammates, and supporters for guiding me along the process. Last but certainly not least, I'd like to thank my family and my parents for sacrificing to help me live out my dream. That being said, I would like to thank all the coaches who recruited me, but I can now say that I have found a home. I am 100% committed to the University of Florida. And uh, Dan Mullen, just moments after, hashtag to the swamp. Hashtag chomp down 21. Marcus Burke, uh, part of uh, Verlin Dormady's fantastic program and Trinity Christian making his commitment on social media just a short time ago. So the Florida Gators get a big one. They also landed a three-star safety uh, defensive back over the weekend after one decommitted. They got one on Saturday night. So uh, I don't talk a lot of recruiting news, actually, but uh, that's some new news just coming in on the high school front. The question will be later this fall, will we see Marcus Burke play high school football or not? The other thing about that, and I'm totally going a little bit off target before we take a break, but... I thought about this. If like California is going to play in the spring, what does that do for anybody who is going to early enroll? Like, what about early enrollment? Will it go away this year? Potentially, if seasons move, if seasons slide, depending on what happens with college football season, what will we see with the early enrollment process uh, with a bunch of sports, but especially football? Well, and my question too for and keep in mind, California obviously a big state and they're they're big with football as well. What do you do in the spring then? Like, say that you play baseball, you're on track. Do you have to choose now between Absolutely. football and now there's some I mean, there's some places you can play both. You can you could track and okay. and play, say baseball or something. You're not playing By the football way, in some You else. just said you, you, you can track. Did that I, was awesome. Yeah. No, instead of play fine. track. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can track. And sometimes I you can even field out. in some places too. Yeah, no, 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 you're good, man. You're good. Uh, I, but I can field, but that happens on a baseball diamond. <laughs> um not not with a javelin. But I would think to your point. I think it's hard to football and something else. Yeah. So I mean, you're just kind of. I mean, outside. Like I do think actually, track and field. I do believe has the one is the one flexibility sport. If you if you go look around, I think you'll see some players play two sports in the spring if they're allowed. Depends up to the coaches Mm -hmm. and coaches. Listen, they probably know way more about this, but I know it's not unheard of. Sure. For them to be flexible and say, hey, okay, they might not be make it here, here, or here, but we'll have them for these meets. Figure that kind of stuff out. And are you going to take a kid that that runs whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, in the 100 and and say, nah, we don't need you? Or are you going to say, yeah, be a part of our team? But but obviously you can't do baseball and football, though. So that's the one. If you're you're a Kyler Murray type, sorry, man. You better choose one in high school. You have to choose. That's rough. That's That's hard. That's tough in California. Now, there are, as we know, this is maybe where specialization does come into play and benefit. <laughs> yeah. There are less and less kids playing those multi-sports. Sure. You know, good point. It, it doesn't eliminate everybody, but there's less and less. This yeah. isn't like 20 years ago. 20 years ago, this would have been a huge problem in that sense. Of course. Where, but we all had to do that. I mean, whether I wanted to play golf or tennis or baseball in the spring, I had to pick one. I hear you. I couldn't play multi-sport, yeah. even though I wouldn't have mind playing one of the you know, yeah. another one if they were in a different season i got you uh, it'll probably benefit some people mm-hmm. um and and probably not benefit uh others when we come back we'll give you an update on that high school front what do we expect tonight uh what should they do i put this out on social media some of your responses and a poll question we have out there high school football we're going to get it this fall i think we do what will florida say we'll have that coming up next on espn 690 
Brent Martineau. You see him every day on CBS 47, Fox 30, Action Sports Jack. Austin Lane. He's a former Jag star and current MMA fighter. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine studio. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. With everything that's going on, you have to focus on uh, fitting football inside of this world of coronavirus uh, and and don't get caught up in trying to fit coronavirus inside this world. Uh, and, and there are two different ways of looking at it. And, and the way coronavirus has kind of uh, changed how every industry is working, you can't expect just to throw football back in and think that the virus is going to you know kneel down to almighty football. You have to look through different ways of making sure people stay healthy uh, and there's going to be new ideas and, and it's probably going to look a little different this year, making sure people stay healthy. That's J.C. Treader, union president uh, for the NFLPA, and I think he's doing a nice job, by the way. I'd like never heard of J.C. Treader. Until the last few months. Can't say I have you. <laughs> I mean, I should probably read some of those emails that they send me sometimes. I huh? like the transparency, though. Yeah. I think he's been pretty good. I don't agree with every single thing. I mean, that's not my job to agree with. I'm just saying I think they have brought constructive thoughts. I, I like what they did yesterday with the solidarity. Uh, that was apparently uh, Byron Jones, I think, mm-hmm. from the Dolphins who came up with that idea. I think that's what I saw reported. Yeah, I think they're doing a pretty good job. I think, and he's leading the way. And, and again, some of the letters he's written, some of the the words he's spoken, some of the things he's tweeted or shared on social media, I think have been pretty good to follow along. I mean, somebody did, but I don't know if it was a big cat country or somebody put it out there that JJ uh, Watt is doing any is doing um, the best reporting. <laughs> yeah, on on like what's going on yeah, because he's. The big guy yeah, I think it, because he's so transparent with it. Yeah. You know, like it, nobody else is being very transparent with it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't. And, and why not? The players have nothing to lose by putting stuff out there. I kind of like it. I, I like the fact that they're sharing information with the fans. Otherwise, we'd all be sitting here guessing if the players have not spoken at all. Fred or Watt, anything. We're not getting anything from Goodell. We're not getting anything from the owners. Uh, the teams, uh, with all due respect, aren't sharing any information uh, that. That pertains to any negotiations or what they're going to look like or do. They're waiting until the last minute to kind of put it all out there. We've gotten a few tidbits of information, but not a lot yeah. because I don't think it's finalized, and that's why. So I like that the players are. J.J. Watt's doing some pretty good reporting, I guess. He's doing a great job. And, like, listen, he he has – I guess what makes him so great, and I get it right now. We're talking about J.J. Watt, and Jaguars fans are probably turning off the radio. Yeah, he's Hopefully getting older. Not, but he's getting older. Well, he, but he's still he's, nine. He's, hey, He's still 98 and Madden yeah, overall. He's, he's done all his damage. He's still 98 and Madden overall, though. What a sham that is, huh? A 98? Excuse me? EA Sports? Drug tests. Come on. You got to do it. Let's go. Anyways, though, from J.J. Watho, Brent, he is one of the faces of the NFL. And, and it's cool that a big-time player like that, a guy who's so well-respected you know, in that locker room and probably all around the league, is sharing his thoughts about it, right? Because it's one thing if it's just like this guy we never heard of before. But when it's J.J. Watt coming to the table, you got to respect it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we'll get into the NFL a little bit more in, in just a bit. I want to get to a little high school football because big news today. California says they're moving football to 2021. Their state championships will take place, by the way, with the calendar uh, in mid-April. Mm-hmm. That's when. So it won't be like oppressingly hot, you know, in May or June or something like where the baseball calendar would land you. So actually under this, I don't know what the calendar looks like in California in baseball, but you could actually join your baseball team 
after football if you were healthy enough to do it because i would assume there's still at least the whole month of may the second half of april depending on how far you go in the playoffs and then uh, even sometimes sprinkles into june i know here i don't know if it does in california Uh, so anyway california movement is a big deal yep I think they're the third state to move to spring. Well, isn't Texas kind of contemplating, too, I read? I think everybody's contemplating. Well, dude, Texas, though, I mean, come on. I mean, in terms of football, high school football, is there any bigger state than the state of Texas? Uh, if they do it, it's no. like... And that's why the California one's powerful. True. It's big. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I think what's interesting, if you now that you bring it up, if... Let's just play the political game for a second, right? It, California... Democratic state. Correct. Right? Uh, Democratic states, kind of like New York, New Jersey, have have played this tight, close to the vest. Uh, I think a little bit the conservative states have been a little bit more willing to open things back up. Fair Mm -hmm. enough? Is that that being too political? No, that's a fair assessment. Call it like you see it. Uh, No shame in that. So what's interesting there is what – so California says, hey, we're moving to 2021 Mm -hmm. with football. Texas is mm-hmm. considered more of a conservative state. Mm-hmm. So what will they do? And obviously, so I think you're taking two powerhouses in high school football, California, Texas. I think Florida fits. I think Louisiana fits. Ohio fits. Georgia fits. Yeah. Georgia just came out and said, hey, we're going to push the season back two weeks. But you're allowed to start practicing next week. So did they really do much? And eh, not really. That wasn't drastic. Like if that doesn't change the, the dynamic at all. What California did is drastic. You moved yeah. it to spring football. Uh, and you're playing your season there. So what Texas does, what Florida does, does it fall more on the well, Republican-Democrat political line? Yeah. Or does it say forget about the politics of it all? Or or is it just coincidence? I mean, you can read it whatever way you read it. Let's sure. just see what happens first. Well, and in terms of that, then Texas is the ultimate wild card, right? Because if Texas chooses to, to you know, ha- move their fall sports um, till spring – well, then you have both sides of the coin. I mean, you have a very progressive um, state like California, and you have a very conservative state like Texas kind of in, in the same boat doing the exact same thing. It almost makes you wonder then, I mean, if both sides of the political spectrum, we don't, I don't, we don't have to talk politics, but I mean, let's be honest here. If both sides of the political spectrum agree on, hey, we have to move fall sports and we got to move them to the springtime, well, then where does that leave everybody else in the middle? You know, uh, <laughs> to me, it'd be pretty obvious, I think. But yeah, I, we'll I think it'll be – I don't know how it's being played. We can just kind of look from afar and say, okay, let's keep an eye on it. Let's see how Texas responds. Let's see how uh, Florida responds. So I put this out there earlier today. What would you do with high school sports this fall if you were in charge of the FHSAA? There's board meeting tonight, 5 o'clock. Decisions are going to be made. Yeah. Uh, they've had a task force in hand. There's a lot of things on the table. They've talked about put, playing in the spring. I don't think that's going to happen. They've talked about flopping like baseball, softball, lacrosse in the fall and putting the um, uh, football and and other sports in the spring. I don't think that's happening. I think that's too drastic uh, for them to do. I have I told you, I think last Friday it was I said, I think they're going to play. Mm -hmm. I think they're going to give it a whirl. That's, that's what I thought, too. You know, and I don't think much has changed my mind in the last couple of days. Now, this California ruling's interesting, but it's also offset by the fact that Georgia really didn't do much. Georgia said, OK, we're going to push it off a couple of weeks. Yeah. So they bought themselves a little time, but they're going to still start practicing. I think that's where Florida is going to fall in line with. Could we see a little bit of a delay? Yes, a little one, partly because I think the school year is going to be delayed. Like, I think we're going to get a school year that could be pushed back in some counties as well. So I would not be shocked to see an August 10th start date, something like that. It's been discussed. 
I would not be shocked to see a shrunk down season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think on the table is like an eight game season, four home, four away. I don't think there'd be a ton of travel. And I also believe uh, the state playoffs could be at risk. Uh, with with no state playoffs, no state championships. And so when you say, well, what's the point? Well, the point would be twofold in that sense. One, the kids get their year. They get to play. I mean, playing a little is better than nothing. I know, man, but... I mean, you take the state championship out of it. You take, I mean, I, t- I assume you take like the districts out of it too, then, right? The district championship. I think you'd take all of that. Now, could you Man. potentially work out a way where you have kind of like a regional winner, so you're not going too far? Yeah. But I just don't think people want to travel too far in the bigger states. No, like, I understand. why would you want to travel down to Brevard County right now? Yeah. You know, why would you Miami Dade? Why would you do that? Given if the situation's similar. No, I understand that, Brent. I'm just speaking from you know a former high school football player's perspective, where it's like. Cool, you know, I and mean, obviously in Wisconsin it's a little different in terms of the phrasing, but cool, we get to play all like our divisional games, but then once we get to the playoffs, it's game over. We can't even see like, well, I, and, I get, and, and little is better than nothing. But man, that, that just sucks. Well, listen, I didn't say it was sucks. ideal. Yeah, I, I'm not sitting here telling yeah. you it's ideal. I'm not yeah. saying this is great for him, but yeah. I, I just think where it's going to land potentially, the benefit of that is you get to at least play. Sure. Listen, you, you're not staying back in high school mm-hmm. to play again. If you're a senior, that's it. You could at least get some recruiting stuff on tape. You could at least accomplish some of those things. You, the work you put in the last few months could pay off, and you could at least try to play some games. Better and than you're nothing. playing eight. Mm-hmm. And so, but the bigger part, not just, I think this goes hand in hand. I do think the kids being able to play and Friday nights and trying to get back to some normalcy is a big part of it. But the dollars are a part of it. I've told you that before. The gates. The gates are a big part. We think football and we think money and we think college and we think NFL. Well, it does matter to the high schools Mm -hmm. and they need those gates. And so maybe getting a couple of home dates. And even if you can't have 100 percent fans, you have 50 percent fans, whatever it might be. I think that would be beneficial. So uh, I asked the question, what would you do with the high school sports this fall if you were in charge? We have uh, over 300 votes on it. Play as scheduled is 40 percent. Delay shorten the season is 22 percent. Fall sports of the spring is actually 23%. So it's actually second. Dang. Cancel fall sports is 16%. So it's kind of mixed bag we're with not, play yeah. as scheduled leading the way right now. 350 votes we're up to. I'll have some of the responses as well on the other side. Then we'll talk more about college football. What about a spring league for everybody outside the Power Five? I read an interesting article on that and the latest on the NFL. So much more to get to here on a Monday. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for hanging with us on ESPN 690.